Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp H-E-L-P. So I had a bit of a debate with myself about the wisdom of discussing this, but I believe that this is important, not least because I think there are wider issues at stake. Now, I believe I'm being censored by Meta on Facebook over Palestine. Now, normally I'll level with you. I'd be the last kind of person to indulge this kind of chat. I kind of roll my eyes when I hear shadow banning. Um, you often hear this sort of chat from, let's say, the more right-wing elements of our political conversation. But Human Rights Watch, the prestigious global uh, NGO, who I'm sure you've all heard of, have just done a detailed report about censorship of pro-Palestinian voices on Meta, that is the owners, of course, of Facebook and Instagram. Now, before I talk about my own experience, uh, let's just hear from Human Rights Watch about what we're talking about here. Have your posts about Palestine been removed from Instagram or Facebook? Are your followers unable to engage with your content? Meta is censoring Palestine-related content on Instagram and Facebook. Some strong pro-Palestinian speech makes it through Meta's system, but a lot of peaceful expression about Palestine has been wrongly restricted. Social media users sent Human Rights Watch hundreds of examples of censorship they faced. We reviewed over 1,000 cases involving the online censorship and suppression of content in support of Palestine. In around 300 cases, users were unable to appeal the restrictions, which means they didn't have access to remedy and they couldn't get their content reinstated. Most of the censorship consisted of removal of content, suspension of accounts, restrictions on features like Instagram and Facebook Live, and shadow banning. That is, reducing the visibility of an account or individual posts. So I've had a look through Human Rights Watch's report, and they've documented 1,050 takedowns and other suppressions of content on Instagram and Facebook. Of those 1,050 cases, 1,049 involve peaceful content in support of Palestine being censored, or in their words, unduly suppressed. And in another uh, case, one case, uh, removal of content in support of Israel. Um, it said that this censorship of content related to Palestine is systemic and global. It notes Meta's got a well-documented record of what it calls overbroad crackdowns on content related to Palestine, and that it has previously apologised for this overreach and promised to address it. So if I just look through this report, it says in cases of suspected shadow banning, users said they were never informed by the platform that their content visibility was diminished. While some claims of shadow banning were supported with compelling evidence that their account was shadow banned, many users concluded that they had been shadow banned based on a hunch or after noticing sudden changes in the number of views on their stories. So what happens with shadow banning? Um, is it's not like you suddenly get a notification or some sort of, uh, you know, some formal warning or uh, you're told anything's happened at all. You suddenly just have a massive drop off um, of your content's uh, engagement, of its reach, uh, of the number of people looking at your content. So it goes on this report saying, while shadow banning, a type of restriction reported by several hundred users, is challenging to verify partly due to the lack of platform notice of its occurrence, as they say, some users demonstrated compelling evidence to support their claim. This includes before and after screenshots, noting the dramatic decrease in the number of views after the user started posting content about Palestine. Uh, so that 
includes screenshots of engagement metrics, likes, comments, shares, uh, noting a sudden and significant decrease in engagement on content related to Palestine, uh, screenshots that the account or content does not appear in search results, and a significant slowdown in new followers and demonstrating that the content is not visible to others. Now, in my case, I post these videos. You might be watching it on one of many different platforms. I post them on YouTube. Hello. Twitter. Hello. Instagram. Hello. Also an audio podcast. Hi. Also on Facebook. I'd say hi, but you can't hear me anymore. So that's the issue. On YouTube, my videos get millions of views each month. And since the war in Gaza began, my audience there has grown very, very significantly. Even on X, the artist formerly known as Twitter, my videos do very well. It sounds like I'm just bragging here, but I'm just making the point that I do do have a big audience for this stuff, uh, which is important, given the issue. A single uh, video on X that I do sometimes gets millions of views. Um, on Instagram, owned by Meta, my videos also often get hundreds of thousands of views each. Um, it's, in fact, it's always in the hundreds of thousands, but users often complain they can't share my videos to their stories, uh, which I think needs investigating. Nonetheless, my overall audience views engagement interactions on Instagram remains uh, significantly higher than, than before the war, for example. Not so on Facebook, though, where, frankly, my reach has just dropped off a cliff very, very, very abruptly indeed. So you can use Facebook's Creator Studio tools to look at your statistics. Between 12th of October, when I started posting about the war on Facebook, to 29th um, of November, after which it really is like someone just flicked a switch, you'll see that, um, around 55 and a half thousand new people liked my Facebook page. So the total number of likes on Facebook is 465,000 uh, and over 490,000 followers. Um, let's just look what happened to my videos to begin with. So, and bear in mind, you've got... I've got a big increase there in my audience. Between 7th and 29th of November, uh, approaching five and a half million minutes of my videos were watched. So in that 22-day period, uh, 5,407,000 minutes of my video. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Yes. In the, in the same period, the last 22 days, that has collapsed to 413,000, just under. So that's a sudden 92.4% collapse in the number of minutes of my videos that are viewed. Now, my audience has always fluctuated. Everyone's audience fluctuates on these platforms. But since the war began, around 16 million minutes of my videos have been watched, except that was overwhelmingly before the 29th of November, when if you look at the graph, suddenly views... Flatline, again, it really just looks like a, a switch has been flicked. My post reactions, comments and shares have gone down by 73.7% compared to the previous 22 days. 
My net increase in followers has collapsed by 89.8% compared to the previous 22 days. So I was suddenly getting a massive sustained increase in followers and then straight away that stopped. So I'm regularly posting videos and other posts, yet there has been a sudden and very dramatic decrease in audience and reach. That's never happened to me before. It doesn't actually make any sense because more people are watching my videos elsewhere. Why would my audience for videos grow elsewhere and then suddenly drop off a cliff on Facebook? the one platform. I've never had any content taken down. That is a content violation. That's what happens if your content goes against the Facebook community standards or Instagram community guidelines and meta. That's because my content, obviously, consistently opposes violence, whoever commits it, opposes bigotry, racism, is always factually grounded. I don't spread misinformation. If I get something wrong, I do everything I can to correct it. I am sometimes actually slow to react to things, uh, sometimes to people's frustration, because I wait for the information and sources to be verified, that kind of basic journalistic practice. So it's not at all clear you can do anything about shadow banning. Um, I posted about this on Facebook, and from those who can still see my posts, hello, the response from them was overwhelming. They either rarely see my content anymore, or they have to choose to come manually to my page to find it. So they, it doesn't appear on their feed. They have to suddenly go on my uh, Facebook page. That's my cat walking across the camera. So what happens? Uh, what happens here is your, your content suddenly reaches a much smaller audience for some completely opaque, arbitrary reason, and you can't appeal. That's it. And I think there is a very basic democratic question here, which arises because big tech has such a stranglehold now over the means of distributing information. In the case of Gaza, there are all too few voices on a platform unequivocally opposed to Israel's current onslaught, as well as the broader oppression of the Palestinian people, the occupation, uh, apartheid, as diagnosed by Human Rights Watch, Amnesty International, uh, Betzalem, uh, the hideous human rights abuses that have been occurring uh, for so long. Um, the incarcer mass incarceration of Palestinians, we could go on. Now, most media outlets back Israel's onslaught. They don't offer a fair platform uh, in the West for the Palestinian people and the Palestinian cause. So suppressing voices sympathetic to the Palestinian people during what I would describe as one of the great atrocities of our age, it's a problem, guys, isn't it? So, you know, I think added on to that, I have been with my platform doing my very best to elevate otherwise marginalised and ignored voices. Uh, Palestinians, of course, and um, also... Israeli peace activists, academics, investigative journalists, voices that need to be heard, factually grounded, as well as voices which, in my view, if there's ever going to be any hope here, have to be listened to. Those who desire a shared land which offers peace and security alike to Palestinians and Israeli Jews. Now, those voices need to be heard and they're being suppressed now. Uh, because of the suppression of my platform on Facebook. Now, fine, I do have these other platforms. They do reach a huge number of people, but clearly this is a problem in its own right. And these are human rights watch shows. This is happening to other pro-Palestinian voices. Given I do have a platform, even if the Facebook aspect of it has essentially just been lopped off arbitrarily, I think I should highlight this because it's clearly part of a general pattern as highlighted by Human Rights Watch of suppressing democratic discussion and debate. So I want this issue to be raised. I'm glad Human Rights Watch have raised it because this is about meaning that we can't highlight terrible human rights uh, abuses that are happening, terrible atrocities, war crimes, crimes against humanity that are being highlighted. And that enables Israel to continue to commit those crimes against humanity, those war crimes, those atrocities, those massacres, those killings of innocent civilians, because there's less scrutiny, there's less discussion, there's less light being cast on it. So this is actually not just about democracy, it's about life and death. So Meta should be challenged about it. Um, and this is my contribution to that. 
obviously it sucks that Facebook now is suddenly not something I can properly use, uh, but I will continue to do my very, very best um, uh, to do um, on a daily basis, uh, videos shining a light on what's happening, elevating those voices that we need to be, need to be heard. Uh, we've got lots and lots of interviews to come and videos exposing what's happening. You can keep supporting us by liking this video, for example, on YouTube, subscribing. You can keep the show on the road on patreon.com forward slash orangejoes84. Uh, and listen to us on the podcast. I'll speak to you soon. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. 